Hello and welcome back to the Talking Thomas podcast, a podcast dedicated to Thomas the Tank Engine, Shining Time Station, and uh, basically anything related to Thomas. I am Tony. And I'm Ryan. And we are your hosts, and uh, uh, today we're doing um, a few more Thomas episode commentaries. We're currently on series one still, and uh, the first of the commentaries that we'll be doing today is Trouble for Thomas, uh, also known as Thomas and the Trucks, at least in the UK. Uh, but for us in America, it is Trouble for Thomas. Press play now. Okay. So I think Trouble for Thomas is where the show really starts to get off the ground. I mean, the first five episodes were fantastic, but I I think that Trouble for Thomas is really where the show gets moving. Definitely, because it, it, it kind of establishes a lot of the elements that would be used and mixed around in various later episodes. An episode starting at night with a discussion at Tidmouth right. Sheds. There's a runaway involved, which, of course, there were many, many, many of those throughout the rest of the series. Um, and I, it's something I've always liked, too, is a little bit of uh, dialogue there between Edward and Thomas. It's just a nice it's a nice relationship between the two of them that never really gets explored further. Yeah. Um, and of course, Edward gets moved further and further to the sideline as the years go on. But yeah. Um, this music cue for the trucks, too, I really, really like. Oh, yes. As well. Me, too. Yeah. And this is because we had seen them a few times in, I believe, Edward Helps Out. But this is the first episode that we really focus on the trucks as characters. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, and again, I, I know I brought this up in Edward Helps Out when we did that commentary. But I do, I really like the faces they have for Series 1. Uh, not that the faces from Series 2 onwards aren't great. But this, but that they're so different. They're so unique to anything that we see in the series, aside from maybe Annie and Clarabelle. Definitely, this episode too just really um, starts out so quickly with him getting the trucks. There's not a whole lot of build up to him uh, getting the, you know, uh, getting the trucks. You know, we're we're barely into the episode here, um, and he's already rushing through Henry's tunnel. Right. Yeah. And this extended Thomas theme is a, is a great one as well. Of course, the, you know, the kind of jazzy, uh, jazzy Thomas theme here that the extended version. Right. This is actually on um, in the first U.S. release. And I'm not sure about if they did, if this happened in the UK one, but I'm pretty sure in this first release, in the second shot of Thomas going up the hill. Uh, yeah, right, right here. It's a, it, on the U.S. VHS release, one of those versions, right. it said, look out for the train right. for some very strange reason. Well, I think it was like one of the crew or something said that uh, one of the behind the scenes crew of the show, of course. And I'm not sure what the story is behind that, but I always found that very interesting watching it as a kid. But then when I got another, because uh, that, of course, is on the Thomas Gets Tricked VHS for the U.S., uh, but then when, like, uh, either Best of Thomas or one of the compilation videos came out, it no longer had that. And I always found it fascinating that 
they didn't catch that before the first VHS went out. That is interesting, absolutely. Yeah. So then we have the return of Thomas's O face. Well, one of several uh, variations of the O face. <laughs> Definitely, and this and this whole sequence of of uh, you know of sites along the way. Those were used for the various runaways throughout series one, uh, from Percy runs away to uh, James in a mess later on. Right. As well. Oh yes. Something that uh, something that I, I know that you and I have uh, you know commented to each other over the years is that in in the first season, something about the way that they staged a lot of the shots in the various uh, locales around Sodor, it just looks almost like there's nothing going on, almost desolate. I was about to say. Um, and specifically this one of, of Marin Station, you know, James puffed through right. there, but then it's just these lonely trucks sitting on the siding, yeah. um, and it, it, it it's almost creepy. <laughs> it is, actually, and, and you're right. I was going to comment on that, actually. It, it does seem quite desolate at times, and I think that that's why after Series 1, they, of course, bring in a lot of new characters after series one with each season there are more and more. I think that's part of why is because it did look so empty in, uh, in series one. Um, yeah. And even with the Marklin engine, uh, you know, and very uh, pulling trains around, right. uh, around the yard. And then also the other engines moving around just in some episodes, they didn't have that. And specifically uh, something that we didn't, didn't comment on at the beginning of this episode when Thomas is at the station uh, and he's shunting the trucks to, to build his train, there aren't any other engines around whatsoever. That's right. And so it's, it's, it's just a little strange. And I, in series two onwards, there would have been three or four other engines moving coaches. Oh, about. easily. Yes. Right. Well, that was, uh, that was that episode. It of course was trouble for Thomas and uh, it was quite good. So uh, next up we have one of the, I would say one of my more favorite episodes. I, uh, when you and I discussed this, Orion, I know I didn't put this in my list of favorite episodes, but it is a particular favorite of mine and a favorite of, Oh, definitely a favorite of other people's as well. Uh, from what I understand. And of course uh, for the UK audience and for the railway series, it was Thomas and the breakdown train. Uh, but this, uh, this version, the U.S. version, is Thomas Saves the Day. And uh, here we go. Press play now. Uh, we did another. Yep. And at the end of, end of us doing commentaries on, uh, on the first season, we will do uh, a best of and a worst of yes. uh, for this season. And uh, I, would, I would say that this one will probably be uh, included in there. We'll... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll think about it as, as we go on. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, as we were just saying, Henry's in the background there moving, you know, uh, moving around. So a, a little bit of movement. Right. That we don't, uh, that we didn't have in the previous episode at the beginning. So exactly. uh, it's always nice to have that. But this breakdown train, the model that they have for the breakdown train is really cool. And I like the coach. I don't remember the coach being in very many episodes after this first one. I know, obviously, that it is a works coach. It's for uh, workmen. But, you know, I don't remember it being in many episodes 
after this. Right, absolutely. And we did our first official shot of James, who has actually been in several of the episodes uh, as sort of just a stand-in for another engine. Right. So, What I find interesting about uh, this one, and obviously it's a cost-saving procedure, is that James is always red in the TV series uh, up until a few years ago. He's always been red. And... Whereas in the Railway series, of course, if you read the final part of Thomas the Tank Engine, James is originally black. And like I said, it is a cost-saving measure. They weren't going to spend... Because it was a new series, they weren't going to spend that much money to make two separate models of James, one black and one red. True, absolutely, yeah. There's really, you know, no... uh, There's no real reason to make him... When all the other engines are already already have bright colors, there's really no reason to to not have them do that. And it's part of the attractiveness of the show, uh, right? Is the the bright colored engines? Um, it's something that that drew me to it. I'm sure when I was when I was younger. So, right. and I love this little bend here. Um, and we get to see a lot of it in this episode, where we don't get to see it as much in in later ones, more just in passing. But this one is is nice, and I love this this music. I've always loved this music as he puffs back. And oh forth. yes, uh, and uh, and uh, pulling the trucks away. Yes. I also love the music that's about to start here as they lift James up. That is the breakdown train theme. I, it's beautiful. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I have a very distinct memory of watching this episode on the end of my Thomas gets strict VHS and knowing that the, that the video was about to end um, and, and being quite sad that I, <laughs> I, you know, I would have to move on to a different video. Right. But, uh, but that was one that, yeah, absolutely. It is interesting after, I mean, of course, if you're anything like me, which I know we've had many, many discussions about and that we are similar in some ways, you know, I've watched Thomas gets tricked often enough to know the exact order of the episodes. Right, absolutely. And most of those early U.S. VHS releases followed the the episode order. Um, of the TV series uh, for for the first couple ones, anyway, I, and they kind of I would around. I would say at least the first three or four, yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, this, although I don't consider it a multi-part storyline, it does sort of complete the arc of to- taking Thomas from station pilot to having his own branch line. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and this is nice too because here we get introduced to Annie and Clarabelle, who would obviously be a big part of the show right. ongoing here. Yeah, and it is we we finally get the iconic trio of Thomas, Annie, and Clarabelle, which you know is seen from the very beginning of the series when you watch, uh, at least in the VHS tapes, at least one of the first shots you see in the intro is. Uh, Thomas with Annie and Clarabelle uh, puffing across the track by the watermill. It is strange that Henry is there, but he has no coaches or trucks. <laughs> yeah, that was a little odd. Um, not sure what that's all about. <laughs> no, because that's especially because season one was so influenced by uh, the Reverend W. Audrey's stories 
And I'm sure that because there was a failed adaptation previously in the 1950s, I would assume that Wilbert Audrey was kind of watching the production closely. I'm not sure how Henry being a light engine there happened. (laughs) (laughs) That, that wouldn't be something that I would think would happen in the series under his watchful eye. So no, absolutely not. I'm sure it was just a, uh, an oversight, but uh, but quite quite strange that he wasn't pulling it. <laughs> exactly. Right. So Thomas and the Breakdown Train, like I said, it's probably or Thomas saves the day rather. It's it's probably one of the better episodes of series one, I would say. Oh, definitely, and I think part of it too is that the story is a bit stronger than some of the other ones. Uh, it, it definitely it it has a more definite beginning, middle and end. Right. I suppose some of the other ones are more of just a, a, a slice of a story um, mm-hmm. that could be more developed, but, uh, but certainly that one uh, starts out calm, has a, a more exciting middle. And then, and then at the end there, and there's change too. There's a bit more, uh, there's change in character. There's change in locale. Right that you we don't necessarily have in some of the other episodes because they took two episodes, you know, to change Henry's character in between come out Henry and Henry to the rescue or something like that. Right. All right. Um so that was that. And next up is James Learns a Lesson, uh, also known as James and the Coaches. So uh here we go. Press play now. First introduction of uh, James's theme, which was, I would say, definitely one of the best themes that Michael Donnell and Junior Campbell came up with for the show. It, it is definitely one of my favorites, uh, for sure. Uh, at least of series, at least of season one, it is one of my favorites. It, it later gets replaced as my favorite in a later season, but uh, we'll get to that when when it's appropriate. But for season one, definitely, James's theme is very jazzy, and it's it's so cool. So it was a nice little flashback of uh, to uh, the previous episode a moment ago. So absolutely, yep. And the first, you know, the first flashback that we have in the in the series. Yeah. Uh, and again, I like that. I like this again where Edward is Edward is involved. You know, he's not the star of the story, but he is involved um, in this one just as he he had a, a minor role in uh, Trouble for Thomas. This is another case of the writers of the of the show condensing two railway series stories into one. Because uh, originally in the railway series, the first story was James in the Top Hat and then James and the Coaches. And just like with a previous commentary we did, I, I think it was a good idea because James in the Top Hat isn't necessarily enough for a four and a half minute story nor is, really is James and the coaches. <laughs> no, definitely not. And I know that it's, it's on record that, uh, that the Reverend W. Audrey was not, uh, not sat, not super satisfied with his writing in James, the red engine. And I, I would agree with him. <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, J- James at the top hat is not a strong story uh, for, it definitely was stretched out to uh for a full full length story this one feels very organic to just combine the two right. whereas edward edward helps out it does kind of jump to the next day um 
slightly abruptly, although later on we'll see with whistles and sneezes that one's a very clunky in how it combines the two stories. Oh, yes. Because uh, they're, they're really not related at all. Um, but, no. but we'll get to that. Um, but this, yeah, this is a, this is a, nice, uh, a nice story. And uh, back uh, just a moment ago, we, I believe, saw the first uh, introduction of, um, well, the introduction, rather, of Dryaw Station. Yes, yes, we did. We certainly did, and of course, the first appropriate, the first proper use of James's sad face. I say that, of course, because back when we did our Edward helps out commentary, we noted that Edward obtained James's sad face for a moment. Right. So it is interesting how, and of course, they would have several of these. I I do like how the stock coaches go back and forth between coaches that are remarkably similar to Annie and Clarabelle and the, uh, the other coaches that Edward is normally seen pulling for most of the series. Right. Well, and Annie and Clarabelle are even, are even included in this, uh, in this lineup of coaches here, as we just saw. So, um, exactly. uh, Not officially, but they were used. Um, (laughs) or at least their faces were. Right, but yeah, the you know the these orange coaches they were used in uh, later series as well. But right. uh, this one too has a, I mean, I suppose you could say, come on, Henry has a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, model figures yes. used, but this one certainly has has quite a bit as well, um, and probably the most the most uh, usage of them yes. after that uh, after come on Henry. This this gentleman with the bootlaces has my favorite name of any character in an early railway series book, Jeremiah Jobling. His name is never said in the episode, but, nope. <laughs> but if you read James the Red Engine, his name is Jeremiah Jobling, and I think that is just a fantastic name for the man. I've always liked this that angle, um, and they they used it in uh, in Trouble for Thomas as well. Um, but that ang- that low angle. Yes, that uh, line there where uh, James was just uh, sitting, uh, but that it, it uh, just a a very nice shot, um, and basically anything that's there makes a nice little picture. So yeah, and that really, unless you count Thomas saves the day, uh, then it would be a quadrilogy. But that is really the first episode of what I would dub the James trilogy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. And that was very good as well. I mean, it's it's not the strongest episode ever, but uh, and I do, like I said, I do think that condensing two of the Railway Series stories into one was a great idea. And you know, we, we've seen it used effectively, and I think it was used more effectively than it was in uh, the the one previous that we that we watched. Oh, definitely, and the series one episodes uh they weren't the most exciting episodes most of them um some you know barring a few but right um but they're more they're more relaxing uh stories uh just like the their railway series counterparts were at that time um not not nearly as exciting as some of the episodes even in series two and then of course later on um you know in series three four five and beyond right so my final thoughts on these three, uh, they were decent episodes. Uh, of course, the middle one uh, was the better of the three. But 
I I'm kind of of the opinion that series one, they're all mostly good. I say I would agree with that. I wouldn't say any of them are bad. Um, I wouldn't really say it would be hard for me to say that any any uh, classic series episode is quote unquote bad. Um, Right. Some are just better than others. Exactly. So if you have to rank them, one has to be the worst and one has to be the best. But right. um, I wouldn't say that any of these three are at the bottom of series one. Oh, no, definitely not. So, right. Well, uh, do you have any final thoughts on these three episodes then? Uh, no, Bob, I, I uh, pretty much uh, summed it up there. I think that uh, you know, we're getting into the heart of, of the first season. Uh, and after these James episodes are done, we, we have... Uh, some other great episodes that focus on Thomas, which is great. Right. I mean, we are eight episodes into a 26 episode season. So we're, we're a decent chunk in now. We're getting into the meat of the first season now. So, and it's just going to keep getting better from there. Uh, so thanks a bunch for listening to the podcast. Uh, hope you're enjoying it. Uh, send us a message. If you have any suggestions or uh, things that we want uh, that you want us to talk about rather uh, there will be other episodes than just uh, Thomas commentaries but we'll be doing some shining time station stuff in the near future as well as touching on some other topics and so um, absolutely yep. uh, check us out uh, on Twitter at talking Thomas and then also uh, on our anchor site or on Spotify right uh, so like I said thanks again have a good day we'll see you around